3: Best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere on Blog Talk Radio. Heavy Metal
0: Mayhem with the Big Cheese.
2: Welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem. Uh, We got a great show lined up for you tonight. Going to give you about a good half hour of the best metal you won't hear anywhere else. And then about 6:30, we got Craig Nielsen calling in from Flotsam and Jetsam. So how about we kick things off with a little F and J here from the No Place for Disgrace record, Hard on You. place for Disgrace. I love that song. I haven't heard that in a long time. Uh, I figured I'd get that on. A little later on in the show, we'll get on some stuff off of uh, the My God record and probably Dreams of Death. And we'll get a live cut on off of uh, the latest DVD, uh, CD, if you've got that uh, special package over the summer, Once in a Debt Time. We'll get some stuff off of that for you later on uh, when Craig calls in. Uh, right now, how about a little anvil? We'll head up to Canada uh, right to the Great North. Uh, how about a little Butterbush Jerky First Jerky off Anvil's 1983 Forged and Fire. I tell you, Lips has written some pretty wild songs. I don't know what half of them are about or what they mean, but uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on in his head. Uh, if anybody's ever listed a lot of the lyrics, and the titles of their songs. Uh, you know what? I want to get on a little Neil Turbin next. Uh, Neil Turbin's got his band Death Riders out now. Uh, this is his first solo project. Uh, Neil Turbin, uh Delta. Uh, this song is called Peace of Me. You know, we usually play a lot of the, the classic metal on the show, you know, stuff from the 80s. Uh, there's a lot of new bands out there that, you know, they embody that 80s spirit and that sound, and they've made it new and fresh and, you know, kept it relevant. And I, I came across this band on uh, MySpace uh, last week, and I haven't been able to start playing the one song that they got on there, and these guys were good enough to send me a copy of their CD. A bunch of kids, they've only been around about a year out of Massachusetts, and uh, they a band called Skullhammer. So if you can, go to their MySpace page, uh, Skullhammer the band, And check it out and definitely pick up this CD. It's it's really phenomenal. Uh, This is a song called Sold Long Ago off of Fear the Truth. Day. Uh, like I said, go to MySpace and check those guys out. It's a really good C Day. I have the link up for uh, uh, the MySpace page on the, the blog after the show, and on uh, the radio show's uh, main page. Uh, how about we go across the pond right now, uh, back to the new wave of British heavy metal. This is definitely one of the first bands to come out of that ever, and one of the first bands to uh, be heard and known. Too bad they never really uh, achieved much. They're mostly known for Metallica doing covers of them. But uh, Talking about Diamond Head, Uh, This is off the Lightning to the Nations album, or it was otherwise known as the White Album back in 1980, and this is The Prince. Diamond Head and the Prince. Diamond Head put a new record out last year called uh, "Watching Your Head." Uh, Sean Harris, the original singer, along with Brian Tatler, uh, he wasn't in the, he wasn't involved with that project. They have a new singer for that record, and uh, I heard a few tracks from it. It's different from anything they've done before. Uh, you know, if you if you're like Diamondhead, you like Diamond Head, you'd be into it. So, uh, something to look into and pick up. Uh, Craig Nielsen should be calling in a little while from Flotsam and Jetsam. Uh, we'll get him on to talk about the band, see what's going on. Uh, this summer they put out a new DVD and a CD combo. If you bought one of those special editions, uh, called Once in a Death Time, uh, it was filmed at the Metalmania festival over in Poland. uh... It's a phenomenal DVD. I mean, it's you know when you see the crowds over there, and now you know why all these bands run over to Europe and do all these festivals. They're so into it over there still, and they they come out and they support the bands. And I wish it was more like that over here. You know, like the old days. uh... We need to get out and. Start seeing these bands and they perform live and buying the records. You know, we sit here and complain that they don't do this, they don't do that, but if we're not there to, to buy the records, the DVDs, and see them live, you know, there's no incentive for them to do it anymore. You know, you got to get out there and support them. So, uh, how about we get a cutoff of that uh, DVD, CD? Uh, this is from, uh, I don't know what I'm going to get on, The Master Sleeps, okay?
0: For you. This was called
2: swatching and flies. All right, The Master Sleeps. That's off the DVD, Once in a Death Time. Still waiting for uh, Craig to call in. He hasn't gotten around to it yet. So uh, how about uh, we get on a song from uh, the last studio record, Dreams of Death. This is Look in His Eyes.
0: My fast heart is beating, my soul cut and bleeding My organs are with a man inside my brain I tell him the all, as I stand and I fall And just to stop it all, I pay him for the tax My guts I am filling, I tell off the killing With me I stop billing, I take off the mask His jaw stop the flopping, I say there's no stopping The blood I'll be mopping, right there on his couch
2: Is off the dreams of death. I believe we got Craig out there. Craig, you there? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, buddy? Thanks for calling oh, in. Craig, can you hear me it. all right? I hear you just fine. You're coming through great. I don't know if you can hear me.
3: Yeah, it's on. It's uh, perfect.
2: All right, good. I'm glad. Yeah, you're on the air. All right, thanks for calling in. I uh, appreciate it.
3: Oh yeah, I appreciate it, man. We all appreciate it.
2: Uh You know, it's it's good to hear this music again. You know, forget uh, there's so much music you guys have out. You know, a lot of great songs, a lot of great records out there. Uh, I just got on a song off the DVD uh, once in a death time watching that DVD I just see these like the crowds I was talking about in Europe and how they they still come out to these shows and these festivals and how they support their music and, and I wish we could get something like that coming on over here again because it's just amazing to see the crowd's reaction to you guys out there
3: well you know we were we were equally surprised the band had never been to Eastern Europe in their whole career, and we did, you know it was a very early show for us because it was a big festival with a lot of bands on it. The night before we played in Vienna. and uh we drove through uh Slovakia and the roads were pretty 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 bouncy so we uh, needless to say we didn't really sleep so we uh that show was with no sleep at all when we came out there. I think we went on stage around two thirty in the afternoon, so when we first stepped out or just before we stepped out when we kinda looked out out into the crowd real quick there was just a couple thousand people and within the first song there was like nine or ten thousand. I mean they all just came out of nowhere from the uh from from uh wherever they were in the uh in the lobby. So um so I'm sorry, I just uh got distracted for a second. So That's all right. the um so, yeah, so we didn't know what to expect in uh, Eastern Europe because, you know, it was Poland and we, just, we had so many fans out there, it just blew our mind. It was the same kind of thing that would happen uh, when we went to Japan for the first time, but we didn't know what to expect there either. And uh, and it turns out that we had so many fans there, it was just it blew our mind. I mean, these they, uh, when we did the autograph signing, there was literally, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people lined up for it, and it was just amazing. And they wow. look at you and you say, oh, flotsam, flotsam, and we're sitting there looking at each other like, how do these people even know who we are? So it was, Amazing. yeah, it was an incredible, incredible experience. We, we, uh, we didn't know what to expect. It was much better than we could have ever hoped for. Uh, we loved the DVD the way it was shot and we thought it captured a very good Flossum show. Eric in particular was on fire and that's, you know, that's very important. So, um, yeah, I mean, so now we know we have fans in Eastern Europe. But yeah, I agree with you. I wish it would be. You know, it is kind of like that for the in the states. If you put together a big metal package, but uh, fans don't want to come out to see one or two bands anymore. They want to see whole big packages, and that's unfortunate. I wish, I wish a couple bands could go out there and still make it happen like before. But, but it still happens if you put together a big festival package.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, no, no, we don't really have that over here. I mean, I know they've been doing a few of them here and there to have the Rocklahoma. And I think there was a Back to the Bayou, but it's, it's, it's a lot of hair bands and, you know, more lightweight commercial bands. There's no real true, like, you know, heavy metal festival with the great metal bands. And it's a shame, because if you put it together, it would happen. And I agree with what you said. It's a shame a band just can't go out and play with an opening act and, and draw in the crowds anymore. But, I mean, I I personally feel things are getting better now than they were in the 90s. The 90s were a rough time, and, and you guys weathered the whole storm in the 90s, and you actually constantly put out records throughout the 90s, no less, and... You managed to yeah, the biggest song record here, was
3: Quattro. Yeah. That was
2: ninety
3: three. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, it's like you say. I, I think it's coming back a little. You know, and I think I think bands are getting better and recordings are getting better. Um, so I think it bodes well for the future. Like engineers have really dialed in their Pro Tools, so bands who don't have huge budgets can still make very good sounding records these days because of the engineering. Uh, you know, advances. So, um, I'm, I'm actually happier with the state of metal today than I, I've been in the last 10 years. And, uh, you know, the new record that we're doing, we're, uh, about 75% of the way through it, uh, for our new label driven music and we're going to get Warner brother distribution. So hopefully this is as far as, uh, the time that Mark Simpson and I have been in the band, which is 11 years now, this is the most important release for us because it's uh, the closest thing to a major label. I mean, when Warner Brothers gives you distribution, that's almost as good as being on Warner Brothers itself without having all the pressure of being on Warner Brothers. So um, we're we're very, very happy with the state of where things are right now. The record's coming out amazing. I know a lot of bands say that when they have a record coming out, but I mean it. I mean, it's this record is so Damn good. Um, so we're very much looking forward to getting it out, which should be the first half or even the first quarter of, of next year. So we're having, um, you know, a lot of good feelings going forward into this record. Plus, we're uh, we're going to do this killer festival for a lot of European press here in just a few weeks. We're going to play the uh, Keep It True Festival. Which is a very important press festival because there's a I think like most of the people from the European press go there. It's just outside of Frankfurt, so we get to put out a lot of pre uh, you know exposure and hype, if you will, for the record uh, at exactly the right time. So it seems to be like time to think things are lining up very good for the band right now. So we're we have a lot of uh, a lot of good spirit going forward as of this point. We're we're very rejuvenated. I mean we're very I, you know not patting myself on the back. But we're definitely a very good live speed metal band without a doubt so we, we go out there we'll, we'll play with anybody with, with no, no fear no trepidation I mean we're 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 very confident when it comes to our live game and,
2: and you know recording
3: too but there's a lot of great recordings out there these days you know what I mean it's like who, who can really put it out live and, and I think Flossum definitely does so we're we're, we're anxious to, to get in front of some people and, and show everybody what we got
2: uh, You guys always put on a great live show I've seen you many times uh, and, and live is always a powerhouse and you know Eric's been back in the band now for about 4 or 5 years and uh it's that that's great to have back. Uh so I'm looking forward to the new record too. And the keep it uh truth festival is next month, right? You're heading over to Germany in uh yeah, November in Obama, 15th, right? Oh, a couple yep. of weeks. That's so not too far off.
3: Yeah, when, and we just did a European tour and um May, yeah, it was May, yeah, so, you know, I've gone out to Europe a couple times this year, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be going out to Europe a few times next year, so, yeah, we're, we're, we just keep it going, man, you know, we just, you can't kill this thing, it's 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 larger than life, it's bigger than, the sum is greater than its parts, you know what I mean, we're we're like yeah. a train, you can't stop it.
2: That's what I like to hear, and I can't wait to hear something new, it's, it's been a while, and that'll be great, and, like, you know, with the stuff in the 90s, I mean, you, you've been with the band since, like, 97, you want high... Uh, you, no, oh, I didn't God. do high. I did uh, everything after. I did the
3: high tour and everything after it. The high
2: tour. I'm sorry. Natural selection. My God. Dreams of death. The the DVD. Did you have to like you know like change any of your style in the 90s to try to stay with what was going on because grunge was you know grunge killed metal like in the early 90s. It gave like a death meal, and then the new metal came out. Did you feel like you had to alter the style of music uh, over the 90s?
3: Well what it is is that Mark Simpson just gradually not okay in a natural selection he was responsible for maybe Half the writing, and then on um, my God, he was did about 90% of the writing, and then he did all of Dreams of Death, and then he's he basically wrote almost well, he wrote all of of uh, this new record. So it was a, a transition that occurred mainly because uh, it, we changed the the songwriters. Basically, it used to be a lot of Jason Morden and Ed Carlson, and then it became more and more and more Mark Simpson. So if you hear the difference in the, in the stylings, it's because of of that fact, okay. because of um, Mark Mark Simpson taking over as the dominant songwriter.
2: Okay, well, I mean, the music was great, I mean, I, I, there's not a bad record you have, I love them all, but I know it was, it was a different time and a different era, and a lot of bands try to go with it, and even, the, you know, the bigger bands like Priest and, me, and they, everybody fell in hard times in the 90s, it was rough for everybody, but you guys still managed to keep plugging away and putting stuff out there, which is, you know, it always impressed me, and I, and I love that, and you know what I want to ask you about, The Alien Black, something you worked on a couple of years ago, how'd you get involved with that?
3: Uh, the Alien Black was a friend of mine, uh, Josh Podolsky from LA. He uh, just put together this project, and he got Dave Ellison to uh, record bass, and um, you know it was one of my all-time favorite musicians ever, Dave Ellison. And yeah, um, so, but it's just mainly because Josh was a friend of mine, and asked me if I wanted to be in the project with him and, and Dave. It sounded like the right right thing to do. Uh, Josh was living in Phoenix at the time, which is where I was, and we had a rehearsal space, and it just came together easy. So uh that that's how that came about, the Alien Black. It was uh just the brainchild of, of Josh uh or Joshua Craig as he calls himself. And um his real last name is Podolski. But anyway, um <laughs> he uh he put together this project and it was it was such an honor to be part of, of, of that, especially, you know, with, with Dave Ellison being he's just such a magical bass player. I mean he, with hardly yeah. any effort he just comes in and does exactly the right part like and he couldn't possibly be played better. You know, so that's um it was, I ended up being very proud of the experience, and I ended up just recently doing a couple of songs for right. the for what would be the second alien black record. Uh, Josh was asked to do um a cover of a Black Sabbath song plus one more original, and I went in there with oh, Dave Olson and did that too, so I'm actually on 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 both alien black releases.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's great. I know it's mostly instrumental. Uh, anything with the vocals on the next one, or this like you know. Uh
3: yeah, on the second one there is vocals. It's a lot of a lot. Of, uh, Josh sings, and then I think he had another singer on a couple tracks. I haven't heard all of it actually because I just heard the the stuff mainly that I was involved in. But uh, I did, as I understand, Josh did do some of the singing himself.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm a bass player myself from the old days, so I know, you know, the relationship between a bass player and a drummer. When you get to play with an amazing bass player and a drummer. It's just like it's like magic. It, it just sounds phenomenal, and I love the stuff on that record. All the instrumental, it's great to hear stuff like that. You don't get too much of that around anymore. And uh, I just wanted people to know that they go pick up that record too. Besides the Flotsam and the Jets and stuff, which is the most important thing, but that is a great record, the Only Black one. I really, I really like that record. Oh, you like?
3: That? Awesome! I'll tell Josh you said that. I'm sure he'll be very happy.
2: Yeah, you know, this, you don't get a lot of instrumental records anymore. Joe Satriani was putting out a lot of stuff, you know, in the '80s and '90s, and it's just great to hear all instrumental, especially when it's played in a, in a heavy way. It's, it's a phenomenal record, and, and it's, it's, it's just a really good record. I really like that one.
3: Awesome. <laughs> I hope you're thrilled to hear it. I'll tell Dave, too. I talked to Dave quite a bit, too.
2: Yeah, I was going to get a song on today, but I don't want to play anything without asking anybody, because you got to get permission, and it's like a whole big thing with this uh, radio station. So I did not want to put nothing on until I, uh, I got an okay from somebody, so that's why I didn't play nothing from that today, but... I just stick with the flotsam today, which is which is all we need. And you guys, are there any plans like to do some shows around here in and the, the USA? Oh, for
3: sure. In fact, we uh, we have a commitment to our label to do a bunch of shows for for the new record. We're, it's not going to really be at our discretion. And going forward with the record deal, we had to make certain commitments, which included playing shows to promote the record. What we'll, we'll probably do though. We won't. We won't make it a long continuous tour. We'll probably do a weekend in this market, three days in that market. Um, You know, like week Friday, Saturday, Sunday here, Friday, Saturday, Sunday there, so on and so forth. Instead of just you know doing like three or four, five weeks in a row, we'll we'll spread it out over a couple months and just do three days here. And you know, who wants to go play Tuesday in the middle somewhere in Louisiana? I mean, I'm not I'm not dissing Louisiana, but you know. Bands have found out lately that 's just not the smart way to go. I mean, just play on the weekends in proven markets, just be smart about it. you know just we 're not trying to go and reinvent the wheel you know just play the markets where you 're likely to draw and do it smart, and that 's what we 're going to do it 's just we 're going to change the way we go about it plus do a lot of festivals we 're going to hopefully get on a lot of the European festivals to reach thousands of people at once instead of slugging out in clubs for a couple hundred i mean we're, which is all good i mean we 'll we'll play with the same intensity for two hundred or ten thousand. But it just makes more sense at this stage to, to play for as many people as we can at one shot.
2: Of course. It's, you know, people don't realize the expenses involved with traveling, going to do a show, and then, you know, it just doesn't pay off in the end. Like you said, going down south on a, on a Tuesday night, you're going to draw your crowds on the weekend. You're going to draw them in the major markets right now. You know Everybody understands that. and It would just be great to have you guys out again and getting around and, you know, and playing some stuff. You know It would be good to hear that. And, uh, we're all looking forward
3: Absolutely, to it. Absolutely, bro. I'm sure we'll make it out to where you are.
2: Uh, we're in New York, so I'm sure we'll I'm sure we we'll be on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm from pretty Connecticut, pretty so here. any reason
3: I get to go out east the hey, or there, the believe deal, me. Then
2: you're, you're from the East Coast, you know. You're still based out in Arizona yeah, right in. now. Say again. Yeah, that's great. You're still out in Arizona right now. The band's still based out. Well, no, I'm of Arizona? I'm, in, I'm in Las Vegas, and uh, oh, okay. exactly. uh yeah, that's I'm in better. Las
3: Vegas. Hey, that's even yeah,
2: better. I've been in
3: Las Vegas for a few years.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. You know what? We got a call on the line. Let me uh, put the call on. Maybe they uh, have something they want to say. Okay. Hey, call, you on the line. Hello.
3: Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. hello. hello.
2: Yeah. How you doing? You're on. You're on Heavy Metal Mayhem. You got Craig on the line from Flotsam and Judson.
1: Yeah. This is uh, AK from Flotsam and Judson. Ah, it's AK. <laughs> how do you like that? <laughs> I should have told you the phone number
2: first. You would have recognized it.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: What's <laughs> up, man?
1: I'm just listening to Craig. You know, spill his beans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Flapping his gums. <laughs> yeah, he's got
2: a lot to say. Thank God. Uh, yeah, this, is,
3: this is special. Eric never calls in, man. This is wild.
2: Uh, yeah, I feel, <laughs> uh, feel on it over here. This is this is phenomenal. We could actually you talk know, about the uh, you know besides Flotsam, we talked about the only black. We could talk about the country career.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk talk to Eric, man. Go ahead, Eric. Flap yeah. your gums.
2: Yeah. The
1: country career. Uh, it wasn't really a career. It was just a kind of a a project. Yeah. But uh, we're we're working on a second one. So.
2: Hey, that's good. That's good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're back in metal because, you know, Flotsam's not the same when I unit. in it. And it's good to have you back in the band. But if there's yeah. anything else you got to do, country's the way to go.
1: Well, uh, you yeah, I just had to change my attitude about the whole business, and uh, everything's great now. So.
2: Yeah, I'm sure I could bring you down. I hear all the stories from the other bands I talk to. You know, I know it could beat you down, and it could play on you after a while, and it could be too much. But I'm glad you're back, and you know, I can't wait to hear some of the newer stuff uh i think a lot of people can't wait for it all
1: well, the new stuff is is great i can't wait for it to come out Um i'm getting ready actually to start doing vocals in the studio here this next week and uh... really excited about it This stuff is really good uh... real good songs that uh, mark simpson's put together for us uh...
2: yeah 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 we can't wait to, it's been like four or five years since streams of that so uh... it'd be great to have some new stuff out there and especially when you guys get out start playing live again and,
1: Oh yeah, we're uh, we're definitely going to be playing live. I'm I'm going to try to do as uh, many shows as we can this next year. So
2: yeah, I thought it'd be great. Yeah. I know you got the show coming up in Germany next month. That should be phenomenal. I mean, they they come out in droves over there. It's like it's like the '80s in America over there. Still, it's they they all show up and they come out. That should be a great show.
1: You know, we we did uh, a couple of LA shows uh, a few months ago and. The whole crowd was really young people. I mean, really young, and it's it's just a sign that uh, metal's coming back around again. And yeah, I think it's gonna be uh, bigger and better than ever. So
2: that's the way it is. I mean, the '90s are behind us now, and like I guess as I go to the shows here in New York, and it's there's 20-year-old kids. You know what it is? They're playing these video games now, and you have Iron and Priest, all these bands are like part of these video game packages. They're hearing the music. And it's just great. And even these newer bands, the younger kids, they're playing that old classic metal from the 80s. They're picking up that sound and style again. So it's it's been really great. And I can't wait to hear more of it. Yeah. We're looking so forward to this record. The DVD's tying us over for now, but we need something new, and we should have it by next year.
1: Yeah, I, I keep seeing all these uh, videos for really cool metal bands done. Through like uh, the Runescape game and stuff like that, and it's all young kids listening to old metal and they're, they're yeah. doing whatever they can with it. It's, I love it.
2: Uh, it's great. You know, I got another caller on the line. Let me read you part of the number, okay? If there's somebody else in the band, that way we know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the last number was a on one nine nine five. Is that a band member?
1: Uh, no.
2: Okay, then we'll get him on. <laughs> That's <laughs> my good. recollection. All right, we'll put him on then. Hey, Cole, are you on the air?
1: Hey, cool. Uh, hey, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. This is Scott in Connecticut.
2: All right, Scott. You got any okay, for a- Flotsam on. Yeah. Um,
3: this is, like, the biggest going? Flotsam fan of the, in the whole world.
2: Okay. Yeah, somebody I know Scott probably.
3: <laughs> how are you guys doing?
2: We're doing good, man.
3: You know, I'm in Vegas. Eric's in uh, Phoenix. and we're, But we're doing it, man. The new record, you're going to, you know, jump for joy, basically. Oh,
2: I am. I, I am so excited. When you guys signed to that... Uh, driven music, it was like finally a, a break for you guys, you know? Um,
3: yeah, it seems that way. They got their head on straight and they've got the right connections and they're talking the right the right game, so we'll see. You know, you never know until the end, but it's it, it, it sure sounding great.
0: Yeah,
3: and uh, I'm hoping you guys can come out to
1: New
2: York or Connecticut or something, because I am dying. It's been since 2000 since I saw you and I'm fucking going crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, hey, that's how you all um, feel. It's been a long time. Um, But anyway, I don't want to you know, keep it. Up. I just wanted to say hi to you guys, and uh, hopefully, I'll uh, be able to hang out and have a beer with you guys or something, and and
3: rock out, you know. Awesome, yeah, Scott. I'm Plus, not... I'm sure to be visiting Connecticut anyway, and I'll contact you. We'll have to go out for uh, drinks. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, you you got my number, right? Uh, somewhere online.
2: You can send me another email and give it to me again. Yeah. Okay. okay I, w- I will. All right, guys. Take it easy. And the All right, I'll... brother. All right, Scott. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Right. All right, guys. You know, we're running out of time, man. I really appreciate you both calling up. It's been great. Uh, I wish the show was longer to keep talking well, to you, but uh, getting to that point in the show where they're gonna cut us off in about five or six minutes, I figure maybe I get another song on before we leave. How's that? Awesome, sound?
3: brother. It's been great talking to you, man. Thanks for the support.
2: Oh, right, thank you, Craig. Eric, right, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Uh, everybody, pick up the Once in a Death Time DVD. And next year, sometime, the beginning of the year or the middle of the year, we should have a new uh, CD out by you guys and. How about we uh, leave a little something off of my guy? How about uh, nothing to say? Yeah, Perfect. All right, guys, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And thanks for all the great music over all the years.
3: Excellent. Right. Thank you, brother.
2: All right, guys, take care. Thank you. Bye. I'm right. wrong. And Eric for calling in today. I appreciate it. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to all the other calls on the line. I, I wanted to get in as much of the talking as we can with these guys, and I appreciate it. And you can get all the, all the sites for Flotsam and on the homepage for Heavy Metal Mayhem and on the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog. All right, and stay hard, and I'll see you this Wednesday in the Metal Matinee for a Halloween special. Take care, everybody.